Here we are. Here we are. Back. Back. Uh, I was going to say back at like normal, but kind of not really. Kind of not really. This week we're, uh, well, we're normal as in we're back in the mm. basement. We're not outside. That's true. Yes, that's true. It's about as normal as this episode gets, though. Yep, it does. Uh, this is going to be a little something different. Yeah. We, I'm saying that a lot lately, but that's okay. Yeah, we, we decided the time was, was right to resurrect. Yep. Well, not resurrect, reanimate. Yeah. <laughs> the lost episode. The lost episode. Normally, uh, this would be a mutual pick, and next week would be uh, the listener pick, but we're going to save that for uh, a couple weeks from now. So, yeah. Yeah. So if, you, uh, if you aren't familiar with what we are talking about, um, we recorded a couple of uh, episodes back in... Oh gosh! Yeah, I, I'm not that? even sure. That it was... was probably August of last year, so about a year ago. Probably, yeah, because it was one of the earlier episodes. Yeah, it was. Af- it was definitely after our first listener pick, which was Baby Metal, and that was episode oh, ten. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it had to have uh-huh. been like August-ish. Uh, yeah. We recorded a couple of episodes that, for some reason, the audio files were. Horrendous. Yeah, uh, this was back um, when we were way more janky than we are. Way, right now. way more, and more, uh, obviously more inexperienced. Um, but yeah, the audio audio files were unusable, so yes. we we scrapped them. We did. Uh, it sounded like uh, we were underwater, and we were imbibing. I was well, gonna I say mean, we were. Well, we were. But, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, so sad. I mean, so you know, sad. all that. Oh, Whatever. It just it never felt like it was the right time to do this, and I think it's been far enough, you know, in the past that I don't remember most of yeah. Or I think you're right of what I said, and so we're gonna try it again. Yeah. But first, we're gonna talk about what we're drinking. Yeah. So courtesy of Alan here. Yep. So uh, well, actually, our, courtesy of the listeners. The, I mean, uh, you, well, yes. I yeah, mean, yeah. you purchased them, but the money. But the money came from you guys. That's awesome. We, That's super cool. I think we said we spent the ad money, but I think. Uh, we didn't. We make about $26 a year <laughs> doing this podcast. So, Getting uh, rich. Um, <laughs> so thanks to you guys. Uh, for real this time, yeah. you are providing us with Russian River Brewing Company's Pliny the Elder. You guys provided us with a really awesome beer. Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of special around these parts oh, because it is. they don't distribute normally outside of the Central California coast. At least the last I heard, that could have changed. But uh, one of the uh, distributors that we go through at work uh, was allocated some cases. I know Dwayne at Bridge and Tunnel Bottle Shop and Tap Room in Astoria, Oregon, had some. And he said he got it on Friday, and it sold out on Friday. And we got ours on Tuesday, and it was gone the next day. Yeah. So that goes to tell, show you. That it's pretty stuff. sought after, yes. and uh, it's uh, it's good. It's an IPA. It's so um, good. They do. This is the one that they brew year round, but they do mm-hmm. a an annual limited release of Plenty the Younger yep. that has lines stretched around the block down the street <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> at the brewery just to get some. So uh-huh. um, we're excited to drink it. I managed to snag a couple of bottles. Thank Thanks you. to you guys. Thank um, you, thank you, Alan, for grabbing them, and thank you, listeners, 
for uh, paying for Yeah, them. you guys are awesome. Heck yeah. But uh, we're not here to talk about how awesome you are. I mean, we do. Well, we should. Pretty much yeah. all the time, but when we should more often, maybe. Uh, <laughs> but we're here to talk about some music. Yeah, we are. It's music that, uh, you know, we can't do our shtick. Because uh, Kirk oh, has heard this. We have heard this. That's <laughs> I true. guess this could be considered a mutual pick because uh, if my memory serves, you did end up enjoying this. Unless your opinion Spoiler has changed. Alert. Unless no. your opinion has changed a year from now. I, I was or a year a year in the future, you know. So it would have been funny. I thought about that. I was like, you know, because uh, but I mean, a lot of these songs do come up on my playlists mm-hmm. and in in shuffle and stuff. So, but it was like, what if I listen to it and I'm like. Wow, what was I thinking? This was terrible. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I did tell Kirk that I was going to give his another pass in case my opinion changed, but I won't spoil that one. So, uh, you know, uh, so we are listening. If you haven't read the title of the episode, and I don't know why you wouldn't have by now, uh, Where Have All the Merrymakers Gone by Harvey Danger. Rewind. Rewind. That was good. That was a nice bit of inspiration. One and a two and a one, two, three, four. Hey man, there's this band I love and I know you love them too. But you're just shaking your head like you haven't got a clue. What are we gonna do about it? I've got an idea. Start a podcast and talk about it while sipping on a beer. You've never heard this. You've never heard this. You've never heard this. You've never heard this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Yeah. Love this album. Yes. Uh, uh, so good. And I'm so glad we're talking about it again. We can we can finally uh, we can finally move on and and I think the grieving process for those episodes is we we're gonna get some closure. It was pretty. I will admit when that happened, I was. I didn't like having to put out a little mini yeah. episode entitled "We Made a We Made a Noopsie." That like, how many people? I wonder how many people have listened to that. Hold on, let me look. And just the time we put into it. Oh man, and, and that was know, the worst like, part is that you know we we're recording with each other for you know a decent amount of time yeah. every uh oh so we did these uh, we were supposed to have done these in september actually so we're coming oh, up wow. here 23 people listened to me did they <laughs> admit what happened mm. well um so yeah it was uh it was heartbreaking it was especially kind of early on when it was like and this Right, if I remember correctly, this was the episode where we're like, "Oh, that was some good stuff." Uh, yes, and that was the thing is that we uh, we uh, suffered from some major hubris. Yeah. That was the first <laughs> yeah. time we had stopped uh, uh-huh. recording, and we were like, "Damn, we're good. Yeah. That was awesome. That was a good episode." And then, uh huh. So, uh, if you want further spoilers, we did include our playlist picks from those episodes in the playlist back when they were supposed to have come out. I was going to so. ask you if you had done that. I didn't notice. Yeah, but yep. Sure did. So we'll see if the maybe the playlist pick will be a little different this time. We can throw those in there too. Mm, interesting. Anyway, let's talk about the music, shall we? Yes. Harvey Danger is a band that was formed in 1992 with University of Washington classmates Jeff Lynn on the guitar and Aaron Huffman on the bass, deciding, quote, it might be fun to start a band. 
<laughs> Might be fun. <laughs> Love that. Uh, they were both journalists on staff of the Daily of the University of Washington, took their name from a phrase that was graffitied on the wall of the office. So they played as a duo at house parties under the Harvey Danger name until 93 and then invited Evan Salt to drum despite total lack of experience. <laughs> That's crazy. It reminds me of um, Sex Pistols and Sid Vicious. Sid Vicious did not know how to play the bass, but uh, they let him do it anyway. Um, Anyway, uh, and then they brought uh, their classmate Sean Nelson along on vocals. This album specifically, Where Have All the Merrymakers Gone, was produced by John Goodmanson, who has done albums for Bikini Kill, Death Cab for Cutie, Hanson, Slater (laughs) Kinney, and the Wu-Tang Clan, and they recorded it at Seattle's John and Stu's Place. This Hmm. is the name of the studio. Uh, it was released by indie label Arena Rock Recording Company on July 29th, 1997. Uh, Flagpole Sitta received <laughs> tons of airplay, and the album was picked up and released by uh, Slash Records. So that's kind of the the band and the album in a nutshell. Were you um, familiar with anything besides Flagpole Sitta? So it's so funny, you know, talking retro, like, actively here because it's Mm -hmm. like trying to think where you know like one note i had is that uh sean nelson went on to form the long winters which is another band but um also i don't think is true oh wait didn't we go through that we did long Uh, winters was uh no winters was formed by uh someone named john not sean no, I think you're, we're doing the same thing. You oh, looked no. it up. Deja I'm pretty there. sure. Hold I on. think you looked it up and you're like, oh, wow. <laughs> I could be wrong. But. Oh, man, let's find out. <laughs> John Roderick and... Uh, I mean, it says... Uh, no, they just... Uh, oh, look at that. He didn't start the band. It just okay. says the band's recordings feature an all-star cast of friends from R.E.M., Built to Spill, The Posies, The Young Fresh Fellows, The Fastbacks, Harvey Danger, oh, Fountains huh. of Wayne, The Decemberists, and Death Cab for Cutie. But that's weird, because, and I think I might have brought it up, because I had read, because I mean, that's the only reason I would have written that down, Yeah, is that I read somewhere that, but whatever. Well, I, I do remember us having, like, <laughs> a similar conversation. And maybe, so my note-taking is less than stellar and so like going back so when i write the notes i know what i'm doing they're they're like <laughs> yeah. they're like a short form you know yeah but now it's been almost a year and it's like, like crap what did i mean when i yeah, wrote that down exactly and so maybe and uh, your memory is famously bad. oh my god it's so bad judging by the text conversation we had this morning oh, it's so bad about what we were recording <laughs> yep, today yep. <laughs> so. i know so yeah. I wrote Long Winter's Sean Nelson. I thought I remembered saying that he helped form it. Maybe I just wrote that because he was in it. You I don't you're know. Gonna, you're going to have a lot of fun with this episode. Oh, I boy. Promise. <laughs> so um, anyway, uh, so no, I was wholly unaware of anything else by this band. And this is what I really remember from last time is coming into this album. I remember you giving it to me and it was like, oh, boy. Flagpole Sitta, you know, mm-hmm. you know, especially being someone that grew up when that was, or being like listening to music when that was so overplayed yeah. and you know very prevalent, and uh, I kind of got sick of the song. Yeah, because July of '97, you were what, like 19? 
18. I graduated. Yeah, I graduated that year. So, yeah. yeah. And I remember it just being on the radio constant for years, probably. Mm -hmm. And just being like, you know, that's probably what the whole album's going to sound like. And I don't know. I was just like, "Eh, whatever. But okay, you know. So, yeah. So that's where I was when I first listened. Is like, oh, this is going to be a bunch of flagpole sitta. Which, I don't know. I, that song wasn't, I think, what we'll get into as as good of a representation as what we're going to hear. Yeah. Is what I know now, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah. because that song is a little jokey. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, not all of this. Oh, I had, I had wrote down that it reminded me of, like, Stacy's mom. Oh, yeah. You know. And I think that was actually around the time that Adam Schlesinger died. Was it really? When we did that episode the first time. Yeah, because oh, I, wow. I think I remember pouring one out for him, or pouring one out into my mouth. <laughs> oh, that does sound familiar. He died yes. of COVID. That's right. <laughs> so. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Holy cow. Jeez. Yep. Well, let's get into let's it. Let's do it. Let's see if it's all like flagpole, <laughs> shall we? We shall. Track number one of Where Have All the Merrymakers Gone is called Carlotta Valdez. <laughs> Hey, Kirk, hope you've seen Vertigo, because <laughs> if not, there's some spoilers. I was going to say I have, but it was, man, a long time ago. Yeah, this uh, this is a fairly literal uh, retelling of that movie, yeah, Alfred Hitchcock's 1958 classic. So weird, when I was younger, I want to say like even pre-teen, I was weirdly into Alfred Hitchcock movies. Yeah? I don't know why, but like... God, I remember watching the birds like over and over again. Oh yeah, I don't know. Seems Good. like a <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's he's got a certain feel and aesthetic that maybe I think just, that's maybe just appealed to you. I think it did. Yeah. It's the same reason why I think uh, the music video for Heart Shaped Box was oh. very formative to my tastes because I saw it when I was very young. Uh huh. And it, oh, it, I remember it, that it one. It left such an impression on me as a 
We child. Uh, I bet. Uh, I bet. Because I, you know, I remember, you know, I would have seen it when I was a teenager. So. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, not much to say about that one. It is literally just uh, Sean Nelson telling the story of uh, Vertigo, except he's using uh, the uh, actors' names instead of the characters' names. Yes. So. Um, so I do remember my first listen and thinking, oh, remember? Because I was like, oh, so it's going to be all mm-hmm. flagpole set uh, jokey, uh, you know, that kind of 90s Stacy's mom type stuff. And this song played, and I was like, oh, okay. I, that's different. That's yeah. not what I expected. It's pretty, you know, it's got a very driving sound. Mm-hmm. It's you know, got some distortion. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm in. Yeah, you know, Flagpole City is definitely, it belongs on college radio. It was very much an alternative <laughs> yeah. uh, sound. Um, and this one is different enough. Yeah, I, I think say. so. Yeah, it's a little heavier. Mm-hmm, exactly, and um, I like it. It's a good album yeah. opener. It's got a lot of energy. Totally agree. And speaking of Flagpole City, <laughs> this is track number two. This is the big one. It's catchy as hell, guys. It is. And, you know, my hate for this song has is it diminished dwindled. Yeah. It's, it's, if it just hadn't been so overplayed, I think this would have been a whole different story. Yeah, for sure. I was obsessed with this song when I was a kid. I remember playing with neighborhood kids uh, the summer that it came out, because this came out in July, and just singing it ad nauseum. Oh, I bet. Especially oh, the paranoia, sure. paranoia, everybody's coming to get uh-huh. me. Um, so it didn't even have the chorus for the first year that it existed. Oh. Um, so I don't remember that. Yeah, Sean Nelson says, uh, the thing I really remember is the one thing I didn't have was the chorus. The chorus for most of the first year we had the song that we were playing, it was just the background vocal bits, Hmm. which I always thought of as very much in line with the Turtles or something. But we had recorded the song, and I thought, well, there needs to be words in the chorus. It can't just be this. So I went desperately flailing through my notebook, and I found that line, I'm not sick, but I'm not well, which was from another song. And then I basically just sang it and made up the other words on the mic. 
And I'm glad that I did, though I wish I had the fucking sense to change the name of the song. I'm not sick, but I'm not well is what everybody calls it. And if I had and if I had done that instead of thinking it was somehow less artistic, less honest or whatever, to change the name of the song after we had already played it in front of the 87 people we were playing to in those days, we'd be having this conversation on my yacht. Wow, that's uh, that's funny. Yep. I don't remember that story. Yep. Uh, this is named after a fad from the mid-late yeah. 1920s, mid to late 1920s. Uh, and it was on the first volume of Now That's What I Call Music. Oh, wow. Along with Karma Police. Oh, wow. So I don't remember if we talked about this last time or not. I mean, it doesn't matter. But I don't remember if I had this knowledge at the time. But I had listened to a podcast about the fad of... Flagpole City. I think you mentioned it. Was it Stuff You Should Know? It was Stuff You Should Know. Yeah, maybe I did then. I was trying to remember if I knew about it or if I was just like, yeah, that's a weird name for a song. Literally just people sitting on top of flagpoles. Very strange fad. Mm -hmm. Uh, So AV Club describes Flagpole City as exploring the tension between being both a cultural observer and a participant when you're self-aware enough to notice how the underground is being co-opted but yet simultaneously caught up in and horrified by this commodification hmm. love it yeah and it i think we mentioned the other time that this reminds us both of peep show peep show oh, oh no. there's a television show oh. called peep show where they use this as the theme song oh no no our friend uh oh my god uh, now i'm blanking our friend uh does this karaoke every time but now Thanks. he's he has moved away Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I mean, he must have been your friend and not mine. Really? I thought you knew him. Because, mm. yeah, we would do t- karaoke at... Uh, <laughs> at Labor Temple? At, no, at... Uh, at at Port Capricorn. Or, I've never done Labor Oh, you Temple never did? Cap- or done karaoke at Capricorn. Uh, so I definitely see, don't What do we talk about my famous memories? Yeah. Is what's like his a, face? Hey, like what's, a, hey, what's your face? If you're listening, Kirk's sorry. It's a steel trap, man. No. Uh, uh, Taylor and... Oh my God! Yeah, we'll figure it out later. Oh, I'm so <laughs> mad at myself right now because I hope he's he's not actually listening. I mean, I I hope he does listen, but yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, why am I blanking? I couldn't tell you. Oh, I actually just saw him. Uh, he and his wife Taylor got a divorce, and he actually moved uh, to Minneapolis. I saw him oh. when we when we went back to Wisconsin. We got a beer together. So Minneapolis, yeah. home of the band that we are going to be covering next time. One of the bands. The band that's not Soundgarden. Oh, yes. <laughs> the the listener pick one. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Surprise. We won't tell you what it is. Yeah. Only one person out there knows what it is. Yeah. And he, I don't know if he really listens. He might. He might. He might. He's the, the whole reason he gave us that listener pick is because he said, you guys don't pick any music I like. So, <laughs> or something to that effect. Yes. Yes. You're right. <laughs> anyway. Michael. Michael. You remembered. There yes. it is. Told you, hey. steel trap. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to prize it open. It's more like a big desk with papers just, you know, all over it, and I have to shuffle them across and mm-hmm. find which one I need. Yep. All right. Let's go to track number three. It's called Wooly Muffler.
So, oh sure, you turn it down at the. Well, <laughs> I know. It's, I had to get. I had to get the, the uh, you know, the driving part there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to disagree with Gear Ago Kirk. He wrote down, meh at first, still jokey and poppy. Hmm. I, what's what's today, Kirk thinking? I love this song. <laughs> I. I I don't know about the meh. I love the like soft opening, and then that like you know the distortion comes in. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it's a little jokey, but meh. Yeah, I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. I know I enjoy it. You've, this is a good song. You've grown as a person. <laughs> it's amazing. A year, right? I mean, yeah. And a year of doing this podcast. I think that's. I think that really says something. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really do. I, uh, I'm always reminded of a time when I went to visit my family in Sheridan. And we were... I'm going to turn this down just a bit more. Uh, we were uh, <laughs> setting the scene. It's Christmas time. Oh. We're driving around. falling in Wyoming. Wait, Wyoming? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm driving around looking at Christmas lights. And for some reason, my older brother had this album on while we were in the car and this song is the one that stuck out to me that we were listening to mm. oh so yeah nice. I uh, just got that memory associated with I could is it the woolly muffler part no I mean no? I, I, I I mean I remember this song specifically that's hmm. I just thought maybe the woolly muffler you're like yeah could snow be. snow falling and you know I don't know maybe but <laughs> I don't know that was a while ago <laughs> or just the sound of it yeah, I don't know. Um, let's move on. Let's. I want to sure. see if I agree with Year Ago Kirk anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that should be interesting. <laughs> track number four is called Private Helicopter.
that. Your hair smells really great. Alan, you went a little early on that one. Did I? It was only a minute. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, wow. That's all right. It's yeah. either a minute or a verse and chorus, whichever comes first. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I will. I always listen for the verse, chorus, and then... But some songs, they hit the chorus very early. Yeah, or the intro is super long. Or opposite, yeah. Uh, so, oh, this was back when I was still telling everybody what the singles were. Oh, you were. Yeah, yeah. so I said this is the only other single from the album <laughs> besides... Flagpole Sitta, obviously. Um, have you... Uh, I, th- I think uh, we've all wished we could right some wrongs. Oh, yeah. Or try to, anyway. Um, and as as I get older, I realize that there are some relationships that uh, just come and go, mm. no matter mm. no matter how important they were to me at the time. At the time, yeah. They serve a purpose. Sure. You learn from these friendships or these uh, romantic relationships, and you move on mm-hmm. and call it good. Sure. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think we all have those mm-hmm. experiences, I yeah, guess. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I feel like that's such a 90s thing. The, like, little spoken word part that your hair smells nice. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, I don't know. Your that's, hair that's, smells really That just feels... It just feels so 90s to me. Yeah. It's this whole album like, is It's really... like a non sequitur almost like into the, you know, the next part of the song. Yeah. So, again, <laughs> this is fun going back and seeing what I wrote uh-huh. and not even remembering exactly what my headspace was when I wrote it. Yeah, there's no context. No. Because uh, if you guys don't know, I write... Pretty detailed, full sentences. Kirk's note-taking is usually just like a key word or two. I think this really points to like our, our individual personalities. Oh, absolutely. I'm very kind of, I can be kind of scatterbrained. And I've never been good at, like in school, I did not take good notes. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. But I wrote yeah. down... Again, it's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, yeah. this is a fun song. Like, I Again, don't know. Uh, it's okay. I'm being contrary still. Was uh, maybe I was just to like be dramatic? I don't know. I'm not yeah. sure. Who knows? Again, I like can't put myself in that same spot because I I don't know. It was so long ago. Yeah, a year now is. I don't know. Wow. I don't know. It's just weird that we've been doing this for that long. It's true. It doesn't feel like it. You know, I'll I'll go through like all the episodes we've done, and I'm like, it doesn't seem like it. You know, uh, Regina Spector was that long ago, oh, or gosh. you know, or Corn even, which was our second oh. ep- second episode, but that was yeah. like right at the beginning. Well, I guess I I consider Corn one of our first episodes, just because we recorded we, it at the same time. at the same yeah. time. Yeah, um, but yeah. I the only one I've gone back and listened to is the Dresden Dolls episode. Did you? So yeah. I wanna I wanna go back and listen to some more, especially from the early days. The, we have to sound so much better now. Oh yeah, absolutely. We were using hand mics. Yes, we first were. Of all. Yes, we were. Um, uh-huh. We had the phones plugged directly into the computer. Yeah. Oh, so every God, time, I about every that. time we would hit play or pause, it would yeah. make this weird popping That's noise. That's right. We've come, wow. a, we've come not a long way, but uh, we've come away. I'll say away. I don't know. <laughs> like actually, if we the when we started, if we could walk in here now, we'd be like, 
Whoa, Whoa, you guys are so professional. Yeah, look at these mics. The excitement and... <laughs> I felt when we had our first studio space upstairs. Oh, like, yeah. I was just like, uh-huh. we actually have our own dedicated space. It's yep. not just crammed in someone's house. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. So much nicer this way, too. I will tell you, though, we um, we weren't doing this shtick the first time we did this episode, but, um, you know, We've got it pretty good, run, you know, doing this podcast is pretty casual because there, there, uh, there were some problems and bigger ones. That one sucked. I'm sorry. No, I was. <laughs> I knew where you're going. I saw it where it's headed. I'm going to agree this time with <laughs> year old Kirk. A year, year ago. Year old, year old Kirk. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote love, exclamation point, underlined, turned my opinion. Ooh. So apparently. This was the one that. Uh, I guess this song was like, oh, wait, maybe I do like this. All right. This is definitely one of the strongest songs oh on the record. Oh, my God. I adore this song i know you do and here's how i know huh this was your playlist pick that's i was thinking i didn't i never write it down yeah but i was like i'm pretty sure this was my playlist. this is the one you picked yeah, yes okay um so that line at the beginning of the chorus from damaged to damned control sean nelson said in the liner notes to the vinyl reissue I still have no idea what the line from Damage to Damn Control means, but there are plenty of people in our audience who have construed plenty from it, which makes the line mean far more to me than it otherwise might have. Wow, that's awesome. I, I actually love that. That, like, kind of spontaneous, like it was a spontaneous, uh, you know, string of words. Yeah. And, you know, you can find profound meaning in it, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah. 
that well, kind of string of consciousness kind of thing yeah. is what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yep. Well, we are halfway through the album, so let's take a break. Let's do it. We'll see you on the other side. Yeah. Hi, everybody at You've Never Heard This. My name is Matt from the Nighthawks podcast. And I'm Trevor from the Nighthawks podcast. We're asking with some incredulity, you've never heard the Nighthawks podcast? You mean the Nighthawks podcast, the cinema-centric podcast for folks who like to stay up late? The very same Nighthawks podcast that gives you valuable context on film and covers new movies and old movies? The Nighthawks podcast also covers movies we love and movies nobody loves. You like how we keep saying Nighthawks podcast? Nighthawks podcast. You can find Nighthawks podcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and at nighthawkspodcast.com. And we also cover movies from Norway. Nighthawks podcast. The movie nobody loves is Shark Week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, extreme every time. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> Told you we'd see you on the other side. Did you believe us? Ah, uh, probably not. No. What they think we just leave? I mean, we've been pretty uh, faithful to our you know, <laughs> listeners so far. It'd be funny. We're just like, yeah, we recorded half the episode. Didn't think you'd notice. Mm, no, we just left. <laughs> <laughs> Had to go to Dwayne's. Yeah, on Dwayne Street in Astoria. Mm-hmm. It's called Bridge and Tunnel. <laughs> Bridge and Tunnel. I know. I never shop. call it that. It's so funny. I just said bottle room and tap shop. Oh, I meant bottle shop I mean, and tap room. I don't know. Kind of works. Kind of. <laughs> Let's go to track number six. <laughs> track number six is called Jack the Lion. So when I was listening to this, revisiting this, I was trying to remember, is this like about his grandpa or something? It's about his aging father. Father. Yeah, aging, dying father. Yes, because I was going to say, when I I think maybe last time I didn't listen to the lyrics as close, 
And I was like, this is actually a really sad song. It is, yeah. And I don't know if it's a true story. It might just be like a... Oh, I see. I don't know, like a, just a Artist. character. Yeah, but, okay. um, but it's it's about, the I should say, the narrator's aging, dying. I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. Um, I always think of pulling weeds at my grandma's house uh, when I hear this song. So yeah? Um, it was after my grandpa died. Oh. And we were helping out at her house and sure. doing yard work. And um, apparently Harvey Danger was comforting to me as I was grieving because I popped in my headphones and was listening to this album as I helped her out. And so I always think of that when I hear wow. this song. Nice. Okay. Yeah. How long ago was that? Uh, 11 years ago. Wow. Yeah, okay. just, just past 11. Wow. Yeah. So I've been listening to this album for a while. Apparently. Yeah, you have. Yeah, you have. I guess I didn't realize how long it had been. <laughs> yeah. Time flies. Time flies. Love this one, though. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> I wrote down, not too bad, too. Not too bad, too. <laughs> what are you thinking now? Is this still the same opinion? Yeah, no. This is a great song. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'd, and now I maybe I listen a little more casually now. And so I'm in a weird way, I'm listening... The, I'm letting the lyrics in a little more. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you're not I'm being not, as analytical because yeah. you've already taken your notes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so I was like, man, these lyrics are pretty sad. You know, mm-hmm. he's with. I thought I was thinking Grandpa, but yeah, I mean, it works either mm-hmm. way. Yeah. So yeah. Awesome. Let's move to track number seven. We shall. Called Old Hat. <sighs> I wrote down this is very 90s I think this whole album has that 90s sound which yeah. is not that's not pejorative I that's I like that mm-hmm. <laughs> you know this is uh, right from you know this sound is right from my you know golden age of my music love you there know you go. so yeah I like I lo- this song I love this next line Call me Ishmael. There's just from Moby Dick. Uh, there's just something about uh, that that section just gives me the warm fuzzies. I don't oh, know. Okay. I don't nice. know. Just the way the words fit together, sure. maybe. Or, uh, this is the oldest song on the album. 
Is it really? Yes. Uh, so Sean says, Old Hat is the oldest song on the album and was the first all the way good one we ever wrote. It was also the closest I ever got to communicating the uncomplicated thrill of being newly in love. Oh, jeez. Wow. That's cute. Great lyrics. I love it. Call me the looming shapes of winter dusk impending. I don't that's, know. He's, he's that good. man's that's, got away with words. I was going to say, that's pretty good, yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, and this is the song. Yeah, I like the gang vocals with the, the woman, whoever that is. Um... Abby Grush. Okay. Don't know who she is because on Genius it says her only credits are from this album. So. Oh, wow. Yep. And I didn't Google it. So. I, always, I, just, <laughs> I always love the, like, a, a female, you know, with, like, together. Yeah. You know, it's like chocolate and vanilla. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're good, they're good on their own and they're better together. Jesus. Sure. Yeah, right, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you come to. Uh, you've never heard this is for our, uh, you know, brilliant takes on the music. and <laughs> Yeah. Oh, dear Lord. Mm, you said it. <laughs> I, me. Did I? You did. I mean, I said something. And I'll never let you forget it. I said something. I don't know what I said, but it was something. <laughs> I'll let you know. I'll let you know when I'm editing this later. Oh my god! I'll put hear it. I'll hear it again and remind you. I was gonna say, put something. Can you like edit in like a a, a better quote? Yeah. <laughs> they go together like peas and carrots. Mm, peas and carrots. Just like put in a robot voice. <laughs> oh yeah, like a like the uh, fitter happier. Yep. Yeah. The wait, who's yeah, that? Happier. That was the apple. I forget his name. He had a name. I forget it. Yeah. Anyway. It's in this. It's actually in my notes. I was going to say, it's in my notes. <laughs> uh, I'll look it up while we listen to track number eight, which is called Terminal Annex. So, two things. Uh, the name of the voice was Fred. Oh, Fred, yeah. Second right. of all, um, I am right there with 
Kirk in Changing My Opinion a year later. I said this song was filler for sure. <laughs> and I'm going to have to respectfully disagree with myself because the song is great. Yeah, I like this one. I even wrote down in my notes, love it. Mm-hmm. I love the soft and loud, which yeah. we've talked about ad nauseum. Everything you say to me is dumb. At least it's stupid. Stupid. I, lo- I just laughed at that. I was yeah, I like great. That's pretty good. Yeah, this is a great song. Yeah. Here's something beautiful, now smash it to bits. Save your swoons, I'm spoken for. <laughs> it isn't pretty to think so, but I can't feign interest now. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, we're at the second to last. The oh! penultimate track, it's called penultimate. Wrecking Ball. <laughs> and it's not the Miley Cyrus song. Damn it, I think you did that last time too. Yep. Ruined my joke. Yep. <laughs> Another song I wrote, Love It. Yeah. Uh, it's a slow one. I, I said that, uh, and this must have been based off of my comment on the last song, would it would be filler if it didn't come at the right time. A nice, slow <laughs> one. Um, yeah. And fun fact, Jeff Lynn, the guitarist, played the organ and the violin on this song. I was going to say, I love the violin in this. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, this is a good one. Like I said, it came at the, just the right time in the album. Yeah, yeah. You almost expect it to break into guitar or, you know, like distortion. Like, yeah. But no, it, it's just a nice little, a little, you know, slow one. Mm-hmm. So. 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 We are at the end. Track number 10. It's a short one. Short album, track number oh, 10. Oh, I was going to say, not a, this song is not short. No, no, it's the eight album. and a half minutes. Yeah. <laughs> track number 10. It's called Radio Silence.
So I had originally wrote that this, I thought it was a good closer, album closer. Because it kind of, it keeps kind of ramping up a little bit. Yeah, I love the build on yes. this one. Yes, uh-huh. It's a good, good one. Uh, obviously, the name of the album comes from this song. Yes. I wrote down, duh, because <laughs> it's, it's pretty, pretty apparent. Well, I mean, if you didn't know the song, you wouldn't know that, because it's not the name of the song. That's true. But it's a lyric in the song. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So our 2021 Kirk's final thoughts, the same as 2020s? I think, I think 2021 Kirk is even a little more favorable. Like, this is a great album. I love it. I love almost every song. And I'll even, I'll go to bat for Harvey Danger or for our, for uh, Flagpole Sitter. There you go. Sorry, Sitter. Yeah, don't say flagpole sitter. <laughs> no, this is a great album. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. So, I mean, I think... I agree. <laughs> even a year ago... Yeah, right? Uh, even a year ago, I think I did. I did enjoy it, I, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't think I was a, as, as enthusiastic. Yeah, I seem to remember you being... Yeah, it's good. And yeah. not, like, over the moon about it, but... No, this is a good album. But it then really you hear is. a build like this one. And right? That's why I said it just keeps kind of going... Yeah. Yeah. That's a good... I love this song. It's a good one. Uh, so we put Problems and Bigger Ones on the playlist almost a year ago. Do you have another one you'd like to throw in there just because it's our podcast and we can do whatever we want? Terminal Annex, actually. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. I was the thinking one, about the that. one I originally yeah. said was filler. But when we were listening to it, I was like, yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. All yeah, right. It is, yeah. All right, let's do it. Yeah. That's a fun because... It could, Listening to the to the uh, playlist, you could be like, "Oh, that's from the last year." Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. And that's one of the only playlists on uh, Spotify that I don't put on shuffle. Oh, sure. I want to hear oh, it in order. Yeah, that's so a I good can, idea. I can relive those memories. Because I often do shuffle. You're right. Yep. Uh, you guys have been great. Thanks for yes, humoring thank us you. as we uh, try to reanimate a lost episode. I, I will literally cry if the audio oh, on man. this is... I will... The <laughs> podcast is over. I'll never do this podcast We're again. We're done. We're done. This could very well be our last episode, and you won't even know it. If Alan messages me and says, the audio is trash, yeah. I'm like, well, that's it. Yep. <laughs> uh, I know the first thing I'm going to say when we stop recording, huh. and that's, we suck at this. Uh, that way, that way, I won't yeah. be tempting fate. That yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna jinx us. Yeah, <laughs> this is this was a terrible episode. Yeah, 
you guys, thanks for listening. <laughs> Thank you, you so much. If you want to tell us how you feel and uh, just show your appreciation, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Do it. Give us five stars and say whatever you want in that review. The five stars is the only part of it that matters. Yep. And that's the, uh, the only part that Apple uh, cares about, apparently. Uh, <laughs> so do that, please. Uh, you can find us anywhere you catch your podcasts. And um, you can also talk to us directly. There's a few ways you could do that. Neverheardpod at gmail.com is our email address. We're available on Facebook at facebook.com slash neverheardpod. And we're also available on Instagram at, you guessed it, <laughs> neverheardpod. So, uh, and make sure you grab my OnlyFans now because, oh, yeah. you so know, many, so many feet pictures. <laughs> so many. Pretty much exclusively. Yes. I have a big, big toe. So, yeah. You know, people love that. Yeah. It's almost like a finger. Sarah says light. She calls it my light bulb. Toe. It does look like a light bulb. <laughs> Jesus. Like a light bulb. So, you know, I can't show you my toes much longer on OnlyFans. So, yeah. <laughs> God. Anyway, we'll see you. Love next you time. all. See ya.